0: We're glad you could join us today for the Concepts of Faith broadcast. This program is dedicated to teach you how to put the Word of God to work so that it will make a positive difference in the everyday circumstances of your life. And now, here's Charles Caps. Many businessman has cursed his own fig tree by saying, "Well, I'll tell you, nobody can make a living out of this business. It's going down the tube. Sure as the world." You didn't believe that when you first said it, but you kept saying it until it got in your spirit and it became true to you and you lived out the reality of it in your everyday experience and wondered why God let it go down the tube. God didn't have a thing to do with it. He shall have whatsoever he saith. Why? Because faith cometh. Faith came by hearing what you said. And when you said what the devil said, you had great faith in what you said because you said it. Not because the devil said it, but because he conned you into saying it. And faith came and you lived out the reality of that. Now these things are not that way just because Jesus said it. They were that way, that's the reason Jesus said it. The twelfth chapter of Matthew, Jesus said, A good man out of the good treasure of his heart, he bringeth forth good things. Now, if there are good things in your heart, you can bring them forth. But now let's talk about that for a minute. We know that the things that proceed out of the mouth can defile a man. Well, if that being true, the opposite of that is that good things coming out of the mouth can bless a man. And not There's always a reciprocal of the truth. So let's take a parallel from some of these things that is taught in the scriptures. Hebrews 11.1 1 says, Now faith is the substance of things hoped for. Now we hope for the things God has given us, right? It's the evidence of things not seen. So if you're sick, you don't see yourself healed in the natural. But faith is the evidence of it. And if you had faith as a seed you would say and you would hear yourself say what God said and then you would have faith in what God said because you said it. And your voice perpetrated a blessing upon you because you agreed with God and faith cometh by hearing. You not only heard what God said you heard yourself say what God said. That's what it means to be fully persuaded. Now, that's the way Abraham did it. God taught him to do it. I mean, forced him in to do it. God said to Abraham when he was 75 years old, he said, there'll be great nations come out of you. The man 75 years old and doesn't even have a child. 24 years went by, and he still didn't have the child. And God appeared to him again, 17th chapter of Genesis, and said, I've made you the father of many nations. What are you going to do with a guy like that? I mean, God walks up to him and said, I've already done it. I can see old Abraham looking around. He still don't have the child, but he said, I've made you the father of many nations. He called things that were not as though they were. And then he said, I've changed your name. Your name's no longer Abram, but Abraham. Now, Abraham meant father of nations. Everybody knew what it meant. So what he did, he changed his name, and then Abraham had to tell everybody he met, I am Abraham, and they knew he meant father of nations. And every time someone said to him, Abraham, he heard father of nations, Abraham, where you want to put the sheep? Abraham, what do you want to do with this? Abraham, what do you want to do with that? And faith cometh by hearing. And see, he had to speak it himself. God's just a little smarter than we give him credit for sometimes. Now let me show you a contrast here. Here's God instigating his own law of faith, putting it in motion. Did you realize Abraham couldn't turn over there and read what the Apostle Paul said? That faith cometh by hearing. And hearing by the word and the righteousness which is of faith says the word is nigh me, even in my mouth and in my heart. But that's exactly what God did to Abraham. He caused him to speak the thing that God had said until it got in his heart. When it did, it became the engrafted word and it became a part of him. You couldn't get it out of him. I mean, it's a part of him. You couldn't beat it out of him with a ball bat. He was fully persuaded of what God had promised he was able to perform. And he lived out the reality of it. Not only that, God took him out and said, Now look at the stars of the sky. See, in those days, they slept out on the stars, man. I mean, it's hot in that tent at night. They get out on them stars, and he lay there at night and count his grandchildren. (laughs) Brother, that'll create image in you. then some people say, Oh, this imaging stuff is of the devil. Well, now you're blaming that on God because he's the one that came up with it. Now, don't get it mixed up with this mind science stuff. Now we're talking about using God's word to bring the image of what God says into perspective. It's not mind over matter as far as the east is from the west over mind over matter. It's the word of God and faith over all matter. There is a difference. But our faith is a law. This is the law that God set in motion. This is the way it works. That's the reason he revealed it to us. Now let me bring this down to a natural level where you can get a hold of it. You know Jesus always do that. He'd bring it down to a natural level where you can understand it. I'm a pilot. I've been flying for 36 years. And when we started come up here the other day, we got in that airplane, and we could look out on that wing, and I could say, "Honey, is there any lift on that wing?" She said, "I don't see any. <laughs> don't guess we can fly today. Don't have any lift." But now wait a minute. See, that wing of that airplane is designed to create lift. When that wing is sitting still, there is no lift on it. God's Word is filled with faith, but it won't do anything as long as it's in this Bible. It's dormant. But it has the ability to create. But it's got to have some thrust to it. And Paul said, it's in your mouth and in your heart. And faith works in the heart. For with the heart man believeth. You can't believe with your head. It'll give you a headache. I mean, faith won't work in the head. Hope works in the head. But faith works in the heart. Hope is a goal setter. But faith works in the heart. Now, the wing of that airplane is curved to where the air that goes over the top of it has to travel faster over the top than it does under the bottom and it has to get to the back side of that wing at the same time. So for the air going over the top to travel further and get to the back of the wing at the same time, it has to go faster. And when it does, it creates a low pressure area on the top of that wing and the air going under the wing sensing that low pressure above it pushes upward to fill it but it can't because there's aluminum there. So it creates what we call the law of lift that lifts that airplane off the ground. And that thing weighs over two tons and it'll fly like a bird. But now you sit there on the ground and say, well, bless God, I'm not going till I see some lift on this wing. (laughs) You'll sit there till the tires rot off of it. (laughs) Well, now when the lift gets on there, I'll put the power to it. That's like saying to a fireplace, when you give me some heat, I'll put some wood in there. (laughs) Somebody said, I'll believe it when I see it. Well, that's saying the same thing. You'll never see it until you believe it. Somebody said, seeing is believing. God says, believing is seeing. Faith always sees. Somebody said, brother so-and-so just had blind faith. No, faith is never blind. Faith always sees. Faith always knows. Faith sees through the storm and sees on the other side. But now here's the point I want you to get. Faith is a law. There's a law of gravity that says something heavier than air cannot float or fly. But there's a law that supersedes that, the law of lift. It overcomes it. Somebody said, well, it can't be done. You know, somebody said, well, I just can't forgive so-and-so, but we found out last night that Jesus said if you had faith in a seed, you would say, and you saying will create faith to be able to do it. It'll create the ability to do it. And it's not coming from yourself, it's coming from the Word of God. So, when you look out at the wing of an airplane, see, you get in one of those things and strap in that thing, don't even know the pilot. They told you you're going to San Francisco. They may be going to Timbuktu for all you know. But you had enough faith to get in that thing and strap yourself in it. They may have a monkey up there piloting in that thing. You don't know. But you see, you know enough about an airplane that you have enough faith in it that you will fly in it. But now how many of you can fly one of them? See, that narrows it down. If you're going to operate in the principles of the Bible, you have to have a working knowledge of the Word of God. Now, that's why a lot of people get into trouble. They don't have a working knowledge. They don't understand what they know. They know what the Bible said, but they do not understand it to where they can put it to work in their everyday life. Therefore, they sit there and look out at that wing wondering why it doesn't produce enough lift to get me over this mountain. You've got to put the power to it. And the power to it is the confession of the Word of God. The Lord said this to me. He said, your confession of my word is to your faith like thrust is to an airplane. Without the thrust, it will create no lift. Without the confession of the word, there will be no faith created in the promise of God. You can know what's in the Bible. You can know what the Bible said. But until you begin to voice it, speak it out of your lips, there will be no faith created within you or there'll be not the quality of faith needed to cause it to get you off the ground. God bless you. I do appreciate so much you joining us for the Concepts of Faith broadcast because we're talking about this week and all of last week we talked about understanding what you know. Now the CD offer will be CD offer number 7244. That's 7244. And it is the very audio that you've been hearing here on the broadcast, Understanding What You Know. Two CDs for $15 plus $4 postage and handling, a total of $19. Do you understand all you know about a certain subject? Well, most of us don't, until we spend some quality time and get into it and see what it really means to us. For instance, in Second Peter chapter 1, the Scripture tells us that God hath given unto us all things that pertain to life and godliness. Well, now, someone might say, well, now, if God's given us all things, why don't I have them? Well, you see, if a person says that, they don't understand all they know about the Scripture, because as far as I know, there's not one Scripture in the Bible that's going to happen to you just because it was in the Bible. It can be a promise of God, all right, but if you don't believe it, and if you don't act on it in faith, you may never receive what God has given to you. So God has given to us all things that pertain to life and godliness. How? Through the knowledge of him that has called us to glory in virtue. In other words, he goes on to say, and by this method, through the exceeding great and precious promises he hath given to us all these things. Well, they're in promise form. You must believe it, Confess the Word of God until faith gets in your heart. See, faith works in the heart. won't work in your head. Some people say, well, you know, I know what the Bible said, and I believe the Bible. Well, that's mental consent. That's not really faith. Faith comes from the Word of God, and your faith will never rise any higher than any promise than your confession of that promise. That's offer number, 7244 For a total of $19, we have a toll-free auto line, one- Until tomorrow, this is Charles Capps reminding you that the enemy is defeated, God is exalted, and yes, Jesus is coming soon. To order the product offered today, call 1-877-396-9400 or write Charles Capps, P.O. Box 69, England, Arkansas, 72046.